and welcome to the Crypto Yams Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Ooh, man, welcome again to another Wednesday edition, everybody. This is number 84. Ooh, some developments we've seen, we seem to have had. Over the last couple of days, we've had a little bit of shenanigans going on, a little bit of sideways action, but the overall uh, perspective of the market, I don't believe, has changed all too much since we last spoke as well. Uh, as always, we have Jay on the podcast. Welcome, my friend. Hey, what's up, buddy? Happy to be here. Happy to chat about some Bitcoin. Always a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, as always, my friends, we're going to be starting out looking at our overall macro weekly time frame. So taking a peek over here, as I said, really not too, too much going on different from uh, what happened on Monday's session. We do still have a higher high at the moment in the candle uh, week to week. Uh, we do not have a triple confirmation as of yet. Um, potentially, if things start to really pick up over the next four days, it could end up happening on this week's close and or potentially next week. Um, as long as we don't see continuation within the daily uh, to the downside, uh, we probably won't see this thing reject off the zero. If we do see this thing reject off the zero, reconfirming itself back down, obviously we're going to be taking a pretty decent step to the downside. All the momentum that we would have had bullish would be on its way down, unfortunately. At the moment, we don't have any sign of that. Um, I would say that with the things going on with China, at the moment, there is a possibility for this thing to really kind of fall on its fall flat on its face. But for the time being, um, I think things are still stabilizing out. Of course, we're going to see a little bit of uh, shenanigans and uncertainty along the way. But for now, yes, we're looking good. We've still got divergence not confirmed as of yet. Um, more than likely within the next week or two, we will have an answer here if we're going to reject off the zero line or if we're going to see an actual TC and try getting some continuation past 23 to 25,000. And of course, making our way down into our daily time frame, what do we see? Uh, a little bit of, again, uncertainty with a doji coming in more than likely today in the next four hours. Uh, money flow has been kind of staggering down, coming back down, and Wolfpack is on its way back down towards the zero line. Now, uh, this is really not a bad thing. As long as we get the bounce around the zero line and we reconfirm ourselves back up, uh, we're in good shape. We need to see a green dot. We need to hold the wolf pack green or turn it red without actually seeing a full on triple confirmation and turning it back up into the green within the next couple of days. Again, this doji, as long as we don't see a doji tomorrow, more than likely is trying to reverse us here for this higher low and continuation. We do know that we do have a higher high. Uh, in the local midterm, short-term time frame. But overall, obviously, we don't have a higher low. We would need to get above 30,000 in order for that to happen uh, for the midterm. But as far as this goes, uh, the market structure, the Fib lines, the TC, it's all on our side. And we know that when we're getting this type of shenanigans sideways, when you're in a TC, you, you know, as long as we don't invalidate our bullish stuff, we have nothing to really worry about. We've been consecutively seeing day after day that we're still closing higher highs day after day. So nothing to worry about in that regard. 
Now, moving down into our midterm, we can see eight hours actually starting to prop its head back up, following along with what I was saying, potential for a triple confirmation on the eight hour in the next three and a half, four hours. 12 hour would probably be either right behind it or maybe one candle more. So this is a great place that we would be bouncing from right on the 12 hour 618. Yes, 12 hour 618 and the eight hour market structure. There's a bunch of confluence in this zone of why and where of how we're bouncing here. So I'm really, like I said, I'm not too worried as long as we don't see some sort of hard rejection in these midterm timeframes. The daily not TCing back down and everything just kind of considerably continuing. Moving down into the four hour, I would really like to see the money flow veer itself back up and push itself back into the green, meaning the momentum of the volume is back into a bullish posture. Um, but overall, um, same deal. We've bounced on the 618. We've bounced on the market structure. We can see that the Fib lines are a bit of, there's a bit of uncertainty going on in here where we have Fib lines below price action and above price action. So definitely the midterms are uncertain right now. But as long as those midterms and short-term macros don't change, uh, I really don't see an issue with any of this. And overall, I mean, looking at total three and total two, um, they actually look a bit, uh, a little bit better than Bitcoin in this sense right now. Um, as we were talking about on Monday, the altcoins are very much looking for a reason to rally. I would say 90% of the altcoins are in a bullish posture or ready to go kind of deal. We may be just waiting for the rest, the remaining 10% of the market to kind of work itself together and point in the same direction before things take off meaning in a couple more days of sideways consolidation before things really start to pick up um, but that is okay we're still early week we've got lots of time before sunday to see what kind of happens here um, and as well looking at s p we had a great start of our day today we have made some decent gains today kind of bouncing off of uh, a potential for a bearish divergence trying to work itself into an invalidation, reconfirmation back to the upside. Obviously, if we do reconfirm, it's going to be right in the bad uncle touch me zone as on the four hour, meaning we have some strength built up in the momentum and we could see a jump past the 618 into the next level at about 4,240. So about a 100 basis point move to the upside if we see continuation through this level. Uh, it makes sense, obviously, because we've got local high sitting up here. We'd be working towards invalidating this bearish divergence, which is only showing up on our wolf pack. It's not showing up in the liberator or the money flow. So a very weakened divergence here. I'm not putting too much validation behind that. And again, I really think that the daily of the S&P is much better looking than Bitcoin or the altcoins at the current moment. We could be working towards a couple of days of uh, of pushback, maybe moving ourselves back into the 4,050 level or as low as market structure because We've technically, I mean, we've re we have retested it back on the 26th of July, but it's not a very consistent, uh, it's, it's not a very valid touch as for as far as this daily goes. I would say that's good enough for a four hour touch and continuation, which we've seen. The percentage of move is about the same as the previous. So I think that that's already done. Um, anything from here may just be just extra, extra push before we may retrace getting a higher low again, and then continuing from there. Um, with all that said, Jay, I know you have 
some good stuff that you want to add to the conversation, please, my friend, uh, jump right in. Oh, you have such high expectations of me to provide some good stuff. <laughs> As well, always. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to make it really concise and simple because right now there's only two things I'm looking for. Um, and, uh, because you go so well in depth with the TC strategy and everything, I, I, you know, I don't really have anything to add to it. You, you kind of say it all, man. And it's, uh, it's awesome. You know how in depth you go with it. So I'm going to make it nice and simple. And this is what I'm looking for in particular. So if we were to, I'm talking regular candles, um, not hiking ashy here. And if you were to look at that same white ray I talked about in our last session. It's pretty entertaining how valuable that thing still has been. Um, it's this, let's see, if you go on the weekly time frame and you go back to December 21st of 2020, when we were roaring up to 40K, going parabolic as hell and everything was awesome, right? The good old glory days. Gotta love the good old days, right? Well, if you just take a white ray, well, it doesn't have to be a white ray. It can be purple. It can be orange, whatever you want to do. But I just put it right at the, the closure of that, the, the support closure bottom of that candle on the weekly. And that has been what we've been fighting here for days. And right now, pretty much if we were to actually close, I think convincingly over that. So about 23,000... 550, 600, right in there, I think would put the bulls in position to then really consider this a, another higher low that we just put in, and we're going to continue on to 25, 26, 27, etc. I really think that that's what is going to do it. And that's why we have such a battle going on right now for that key spot. If we were to close below 22,000, 500. So we have $1,000 I'm looking for right now. 23,500 and 22,500. That's pretty much kind of the make or break in my opinion. I think if we close a four-hour candle below 22,500, then I think we're going to inevitably see the bottom of this range again with stops along the way and we're going to get some bounces along the way. Uh, if we were to close above 23, like five, 600 to be safe, I think then we're going to continue up into, you know, 25 to, to 28, maybe 30 and so on, right? With some stops along the way, of course, as well. So pretty much a $1,000 range, 23.5 and 22.5 on a four-hour time frame is, is what's going to do it for us here. Uh, make it short and simple. That That's really all I'm looking for right now. Um, you know, of course, TC divergences, all that uh, are a huge uh, play here. At the same time, um, <laughs> I may, I'm making it easy on myself here too, you know, and following TC strategy and just looking at a couple uh, couple metrics here. It seems, seems to be working out so far. So, Excellent. Absolutely. I mean, it, it just works out with what we were saying in the previous couple episodes. 22,500 has been uh, kind of the level to hold for the last, I'd say, two weeks. Even though, you know, we've had a couple, couple uh, close calls getting down there. Obviously pushing a little bit below, kind of getting close, but never actually closing below 22.5. So I can absolutely agree with those two levels. I think, yeah, the range is tightened right now. The market makers are really just playing with our emotions, it feels like. So it makes perfect sense as to why and 
where we could go if we do pop ourselves back down there quickly. Market makers right now to me, they're they're like Santa. They're like, here, have this present. You'll love it. Nah, just kidding. Nah, you get this lump of coal. Whoa, but wait, but wait. Maybe I'll give you the present. Nah, just kidding. You can have that coal still. Exactly. They're playing, they're playing the carrot game, you know. They're they're dangling it in front of people's faces, making it seem like it's it's a you know brainless type of oh, it's so easy. You know, jump in now, you're gonna miss the opportunity. And then they just pull it back. To really, I think I really feel like they're trying to push people into the short positions so they can build the liquidity they need in order to push us up so that we can continue up with liquidations and, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is that's a damn delicious carrot, man. It's like they glazed it and everything. Like, what is this? No, give, give me the one straight out of the ground, man. It's not so appetizing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, like, yeah, you know, the general person. Uh, trading the market is not going to understand that, you know, in a in a consolidation, you're going to see the range hit the top and the bottom, you know, as many times as possible before they absolutely have no one else left, you know, jumping in the wrong side. Once all the positions are filled, once they have all their positions ready to go, you know, then we'll see the market actually take off. And as far as it's been going for the last couple of weeks, we've actually been seeing better price action over the weekends and then kind of leading into the week. It just kind of, um, you know, slowly we've been stair stepping our way up. But if we were to see some good volume come in this weekend, we were we were to see closing around or above, I guess, twenty three five hundred in towards the twenty five K region. Um, we have a good chance of continuing through that into next week. But uh, as of right now. You know, I definitely see some just some more consolidation, some more sideways, some more chop before things are certain. Um, I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me, man. Uh, you know, the, the more chop uh, the overall, the better for the whales in the end. Right. The market makers, that, that's what they live and breathe off of is the chop. Um, exactly. And uh not to totally change the subject, but one other thing I, I did want to point out, I, I forgot about it a little bit ago here, uh, but I do want to talk about the Dixie, uh, the dollar, right? And I, I know we, we go over this pretty often and like there's correlation to it, but not necessarily, um, you know, there, there's a lot of, I think you can make a case that there is some strong correlation for it. At the same time, I totally understand Um you know, it not, but if you were to just look at it on like a four hour time frame right now, I have it pulled up on my screen here and we're at about 106, a little over 106 right now. And if you were to just look at the four hour time frame, it's actually setting up in a, a bullish posture here. Mm-hmm. And the bibs have been populated to the upside. And we are looking to retest the bottom fib. We broke below it which uh, this is why I love the triple confirmation indicator. Typically, we'll break past one of the outside fibs, whether top or bottom. And then eventually, we'll work our way back up to it as a retest. And then if we break over or under, you know, we come back into like the inside of the fibs. We'll then retest that outside one before continuing. So it kind of looks like it's what it's trying to do right now. Um, and if so, if that's the case, then the extension of the four hour for the Dixie is all the way up to about 112 points. Now, there's a lot of relevance to that because that is 
matching the if we were to go all the way back to 2001 it's pretty nuts <laughs> over 20 years ago that was the last time we were at 112 points is when we had a a local low followed by another high before we just trended down right and i pulled this up here on my screen on the weekly time frame in september of 2001 you can see we had 112 as a local low and that lines up directly with the top of the four-hour fibs. And so kind of makes me think, okay, if the Dixie is going to keep increasing, typically, right, of course, that means risk on assets. Um, you know, people are more interested in having the dollar than having risk on assets. It's not always the case, obviously. There's no such thing as always. But it is something to think about and something um, that I'm, I'm definitely paying attention to here uh, if, if we were to do that. Because I think that would definitely, you know, affect risk on assets like cryptocurrency in particular. Um, that that may be a sign that I, I hate being bearish all the time. I always am, I swear. But I mean, it, look at the markets for the last, you know, going on ten months or or eleven months or whatever it is now. It seems like forever. It's it's kind of hard not to be, you know, and I, I always want to prepare. So it's it's just a sign I'm looking at to kind of plan ahead and just monitor, really, you know. Of course, for sure. One thing with the Dixie that, you know, I'm also keeping in mind is that um, Daily has been setting itself up for potentially a bearish move uh, between divergence and we've continued to see convergence in these midterms, uh, meaning we, you know, at the moment, we have we haven't gotten a lower low, but we do have lower highs in that midterm, and we don't have a I would say daily lower high either. But we definitely have a potential to stop here if we don't get a higher high come from this from this uptrend push that we're mm. getting in the midterm. Right, um, right. Like it, it, we're kind of in the middle of everything right now. I would say because there's not you know we haven't certainly changed the trend. And we haven't certainly stopped the trend either, right? So the, yep. I think there's too much uncertainty right now. I, I agree with you that, you know, if we were to see a higher high, uh, one, you know, maybe yeah, 112 would probably be the next major level that we do get to. I still think that 108, you know, 108 is probably going to stop us for a bit. We might bounce back to 105, 106, and then start to move towards 112. And I would say that, you know, uh, it took us about... A year and a half, two years to get from 86 points to where we are now. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be a quick thing. It's probably still going to take weeks, if not months, to hit that level if it is going to see continuation. But there's definitely a sign that, like, we're starting to turn over. We're trying to find a top here in the Dixie. But at the same time, there's a lot of momentum built up from previous years. And we do have market structures kind of going back into the bull's favor here. You know, weekly, as we can see, is a little bit more uncertain, right? With the fibs kind of being on both sides spread out. Um, this weekly is actually much clearer, too, in my opinion, with the bearish divergence than even the daily. Because it's showing up on Wolfpack, it's showing up on Liberator, and I believe it's showing up on Moneyflow as well. Mm -hmm. So kind of like as long as, you know, as long as, as, long as that doesn't, get invalidated or change i don't know if the daily is going to be able to pull us out of this kind of deal right you know what i mean exactly yeah totally i i, I could see 
I could see us, you know, finding some resistance here. You can clearly see right now on the daily that we're just retesting previous support right mm -hmm. now on it. So, but at the same time, there's evidence that we may continue and this may just be another higher low. So it's, it's really interesting following this. It's just another tool in our tool set. It's not necessarily, you know, all in all in all being here you know it's not god it's not gonna control everything but it's definitely something to monitor um and uh yeah totally i would like to see it come down some personally that would be wonderful for uh assets right but uh you know it's not like we have a choice in that so absolutely yep so I lit, I lit everything on fire again man how do you feel about that there we go i oh. did i did it again i always find some sort of unique way <laughs> uh it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast my friend i love having the uh the injury perspectiveness yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely i think that there's some things in the going on in the background right now that we can't control um you know the whole shenanigans with china and the U.S. right now, the speculation of Taiwan and all this 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 crap. Um, as long as that doesn't happen, um, as long as you know, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to put fear into people's minds. But as long as we don't have any type of major interruption with the with the markets right now, um, we should and more than likely will see continuation for the coming months or even next year or so because mm -hmm. you know the federal reserve and the the european bank have no plan of stopping you know uh printing money at the moment like unlimited bond buying will continue until they literally can't print anymore which at this point in time it's like well <laughs> is there really a top you know they've printed right. so much can why would they stop now you know unfortunately so as long as we don't have that major kind of craziness, war shenanigans coming out, um, I think that things will, will kind of settle themselves out. I think the worst of it would have happened yesterday if it was going to happen. I didn't hear anything about Nancy Pelosi's plane getting shot down or anything. So I think we're in the clear for now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We can, uh, we can only hope no one wants that. So No, of course not. Humanity itself would be in danger at that point. We'd be looking at the <laughs> the human chart, not the not the stock charts. Yep, exactly. Ooh, we hmm. Yeah, really. I think that's really the majority of what we needed to talk about today. Um, S and P is still looking good. We definitely have a chance to come back and revisit our market structure uh, of the daily at about thirty nine twenty thirty nine hundred points. And or even just the two three six at about four thousand fifty. Um, so definitely opening ourselves up for some shorter term uh, downside. But when you're looking at this as an overall, you have stacked up bullish divergence, almost every indicator on this daily, um, and we would be looking for a higher low. It would play into a head, an inverted head and shoulders convergence, divergence, all that shenanigans, and market structure would still hold. So the real the, I, I'm really only going to get worried when we start closing below 3,900 points. Um, but everything until that would be perfectly okay in my in my mind. In other news, guys, we have some very exciting stuff coming up with the triple confirmation trading bot. Exciting news to come in the next couple of weeks about when Alpha will be coming out. We're very very close. Things are of course still progressing, 
and making their way. Very, very good stuff to look forward to in the next couple weeks. Um, So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Of course, you can find most of the details on our website, tripleconfirmation.com, if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Make sure to check out the website. Uh, All the information about our Discord trading bot, it's all there for anyone to check out. And yeah, we thank you guys for taking the time to listen today. Hopefully you got something out of this. Make sure you have yourself a great rest of your day and take care. Bye-bye.